Hey, listeners, ever have trouble getting someone on the phone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I love fast cars, but there aren't a ton of high-performance EVs. They're certainly out here there. But when I, when I get a chance to get behind the wheel of one, it's, I love it. And I was blown away by the Kia EV6 GT. When you get behind the wheel of the Kia, it, it is literally like being in a state-of-the-art rocket ship, but also comfortable. The thing goes from zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. It is the premium driving experience. And of course, it's an EV. So the climate thanks you. SiriusXM provides access to over 165 channels in the vehicle. Music, sports, news, comedy, yacht rock. Let's go. Little little steely Dan going in your Kia. Come on now. So check it out today. It is the all-electric Kia EV6 GT. I had a blast checking it out. Believe me, you should do it yourself via kia.com slash EV6. To learn more, that is kia.com slash ev6 kia movement that inspires so barbara then calls the president right and says it's a joke so people say to me when did you know you finally made it i said when i entered a shame spiral (laughs) involving (laughs) the president of the united states barbara streisand and david foster that's when i knew i made it that's a great story Hey, everybody, welcome to Literally, my buddy of almost 30 years, the musical genius and his beautiful wife, David Foster and Catherine McPhee are with me. If you were listening to the radio at all from, I'm going to say, 1979, no, he goes back earlier than that, to be real, with Cheryl Lynn, big hit, mid, okay, mid-70s. To today, you grew up on David Foster's music. And we'll get into what, what that is. And of course, Catherine McPhee, just a beautiful, talented, amazing singer-actress um, from American Idol and uh, many, many other projects. Anyway, they're with us. It's going to be fun. I made them bring a piano. Let's go. Foz, we're in the studio together. I love it. Anytime I, love it I can get in the studio with you, it's the best. I love it. You know what? I'll just be a fly on the wall here. Okay? No, no. I mean, this is this is a tough one because David <laughs> yeah. and I have known each other for so long. That's all right. I'll and just remember that I was nothing more than a seed, you know? Weren't even a seed. <laughs> yeah, no. you were like a thought. No, of she a, was born. Just born. When we met? Yeah. Oh, that's 84. so cute, you guys. 84. <laughs> that's right. We met in, in 1984. Yeah, it's coming up on 40 years. You know, I, I saw John Parr yesterday over Zoom. 
Uh-huh. He was having lunch with my agent, Richard Weitz. Oh, yeah. At Johnny Parr. Man in motion. He's still a man in motion. Oh, he's, clearly. Ama- he's amazing. He's my and agent too, just so you know. Richard Weitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man in motion. He's a man in motion. Yeah. Are we rolling or are we? We're, oh, this is it. This is it. Oh, this we, we is go it. in. We, there's the, okay. It's cashy mash. Well, I just, I'm going to say one thing and then we'll get it off the table. Mm-hmm. Robin, Robin, I met, I scored the movie St. Almost Fire. Rob, of course, starred in the movie and he was a young buck. But let me tell you something. Movie stars are quirky, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't really necessarily pay attention to people like me. <laughs> Rob Lowe, because he loves music so much, we bonded. He was so amazing. He agreed to be in the video and, um, and that struck a 40-year friendship. And it's just kind of unusual, but much appreciated. Oh, and same. I, I remember <clears throat> vividly the day I came into the studio. I don't know why I came in the first place, but I did. And and you played me the St. Almost Fire theme. The, the um, love theme. The love theme. Yeah. To picture. I mean, yeah. bro. It worked. Uh, yeah. It worked. You guys must have been some serious studs. That's all oh. I got to say. I mean, you guys are still hot, <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, it was coming good. from you, we will take it. David and, <laughs> I, David and I had many a late night mm-hmm. with um, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But never up to anything terrible. No, because you, you were in, in one of your 17 marriages always. <laughs> and cut to cat. And cat. You, you got it right. You yeah. know what? It's okay. I was, I was there for a few of them, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was there for all of them. <laughs> you really were. I really well, was. Well, not the first one. Did you no, go? No, I was. Hey, no, you weren't. You weren't at our wedding. So were you were were you there for all the, the weddings? I was there for, the only wedding I was there for was Yolanda. Yeah, I was invited to that one, but I couldn't make it. Listen, this and this just speaks to David as a producer. His wedding he did with Yolanda. I still want a recording of, of everybody that performed? N- n- not even, no, you know, all I want is I want the orchestral, like, sitting down music. Oh, yeah. It was so sick. Yeah. Full orchestra. Bill Ross. Everybody's s- just getting seated and you talking. Had Bill Ross do your freaking wedding? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. No, it was, and it was all his amazing Well, music. I have a funny story to tell you because David was actually at my first wedding. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... And my then new husband had, we got married in a church and David was there on the left side. One of the last people I saw as I went up to the altar. I had an amazing gospel choir um, sing throughout the uh, church, uh, the ceremony. And it was really beautiful. Like it was like the best part of the ceremony. And it was- It was the best part of your marriage. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Horrible. Okay. So, but anyway, it's funny. Just want to take a little credit because I didn't go to your wedding with, with Yolanda because I wasn't, um, I wasn't, I didn't live in LA at that time, mm-hmm. but you told me that I you stole took, the idea. You took, you stole the idea from my wedding. No. The gospel choir. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. it's true. I remember people saying like, oh yeah, that gospel choir you had, David. And I'm like, oh, you had a gospel choir, did you? But anyway, moving on. <laughs> but that was a great, Rob, so far you're terrible. What? No, no, no. This isn't, is what people want. Isn't this a oh. good, aren't those good stories though? These are, th- we're just going to be in game. And this is going to be a little bit of picking on David. Just a little bit. Okay. okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Where else can you go surfing and skiing in the same day? Or check out a world-class art museum and camp out under a brilliant night sky same day, or hike through the redwoods and get a luxury spa treatment. There's only one answer, California. No matter where you go across this state, 
you will find a way to play. I, look, I love California. Um, and I have not yet surfed and skied in the same day, although I do do both. So that is on my bucket list. It's the most beautiful place in the world. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. So I came home to a little gift in my bathroom the other day from our friends at Harry's. To get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided they had something better to offer. So instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found a way to make their beautifully designed razors, and they are beautiful, for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. Exceptional products, honest prices. That's Harry's. They have the highest customer satisfaction in shaving history and a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Convenient subscription options that you can cancel at any time. And Harry's also has other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors. Richly lathering, skin-softening body wash and scents like Redwood, Wildland, and Stone. And an extra high-quality, amazing-smelling deodorant for just five bucks. I love their stuff. I'm so impressed by Harry's products. All of it. It's all good. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Rob. That's harrys.com slash Rob for a $3 trial set. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Literally long enough, you'll know that I am a big believer in getting the help you need. Therapy has been a big, big, big part of my life and something I think we should be all doing as needed. Just like checking the oil on your car. I've spoken about this and we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We keep them bottled in and it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get the things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rob Lowe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Rob Lowe. I know that I've elaborated this story a little bit. I've stretched the truth a little bit. I talk about it in my one-man show, but my favorite move ever is the the man in motion, St. Elmo's Fire theme. David was so busy. This is my version of the truth, okay. and you can tell me how much it's true. David is so busy. He's so in demand. He's working with Chicago. He's working with the tubes. He's working with everybody, and he's... You know, and he's Mr. Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is. At one point, we thought he was going to run for prime minister of British Columbia. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Remember that era? Yeah, the premier of British. The premier. Columbia, yeah. Yes, I think you should still. Yeah. Um, and you've been knighted. Uh, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the Order of Canada. It's the called, Order of yeah. Canada. Oh, boy, very, do I ever know? He tells me every morning. It's like, a big deal. I do know. <laughs> I have. I have three friends who've been knighted: yeah. Warren Michaels, Mike Myers, and you. Excellent. It's nice. a big. It's a big honor. No, it's a huge honor. Yeah. Um. So he's busy. Is my point. 
and and he's very Canadian. Mm-hmm. And there is uh, this young man who is going to be on his, he's wheelchairing across Canada. The world, actually. The, wor- the world? Yeah, Rick Hansen, the Jesus world. Jesus Christ, I didn't 25,000 miles. 25,000 miles. An amazing accomplishment to raise money. Um, and, it's, and David's going to write a theme for him. He's also going to write a theme for my movie. He doesn't have a lot of time. So he basically just writes one song for both. That's true. And <laughs> if you really listen to the lyrics. That's so you. Yeah. The, the lyrics of St. Almost St. Almost writes about a group of college kids, period. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Lyrics for Man in Motion is. About a wheelchair athlete. A guy, a wheelchair athlete <laughs> going across the world. Right. That has That's, nothing to do with St. No, Almost Fire or anything else. It's John Parr's lyric, not mine. It, John Parr wrote the lyric. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. And apparently, Brilliantly. And so if you ever listen to that song, realize it's it's not about anything having to do with the movie. And apparently having the phrase St. Elmo's fire in a lyric is not easy. <laughs> right. Impossible. So we, that's why we stuck it on the end of the chorus. St. Elmo's fire means nothing. You just right. threw it in. Yeah, it means nothing. It could have been Jabberwocky. Yeah, yeah. And did you think people were going to buy it? I actually, that was a song, although it went to actually number one, which is a hard place to get to. That was a song that I didn't think was a hit. And I was really wrong. It went to number one. One Number one. And you know what? In many countries. And do you know what beat us out the next weekend? No. Because I'm very competitive? No. Another fucking Canadian's, Michael J. Fox's movie, The Back oh. of the Power of Love. Oh. Oh, Huey, Huey Lewis. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's well, a great song, too. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and we love Huey. And we love, and we, we love Huey. Yeah. Um, Kat, when you were growing up, did what was your favorite Foz era song because well, one of my favorite things is I'll be driving and I'll go yeah. oh you know and I'll turn to Cheryl my wife and go listen to the radio and I'll go oh you know about it this is just I know David wrote it right? <laughs> she's like, like oh that's so cute <laughs> Cheryl well, we love our so Cheryl so I'm a 90s kid yeah. so like for me it was all the um, Celine like Celine and R&B stuff like stuff you did with Brandy and Monica mm-hmm. um, I didn't really know the 80s stuff until I met David, which was back in 2006. I was a contestant on American Idol. And then we started doing like events together, charity events together. And so he would always do his, his like little songs of hits that he had in like a rapid, rapid fire version. Yeah. And so that's when I started to learn all the, um, you're the meaning and you're the inspiration. And you're the inspiration all, is the sickest. Yeah. But it's all cute. that, that was in the eighties, right? Yeah. So I didn't, I really wouldn't, don't think I would know my parents. But you weren't alive. Okay. Well, I was alive. No, Foz, you weren't alive for that song. Foz, you got a piano really? right in front of you. Yes. I I have to ask you to go to the, go to the piano. Right. Why is you're the, Chicago's, you're the inspiration so great. And why do even kids today love it so much? <laughs> um, well, it's one of the few songs I've written. that's sort of easy to sing. Hmm. They want me to sing it? Yes. You're the inspiration. Bring feeling to my life. You're the inspiration. This is the part I changed the lyrics. I want to have you, baby. Oh, yes. I want to have you hear me sing. And no one needs you more than I need you. Ooh, nice Thank you. Wow. And let's, so, give, let's give credit to Peter Sotero. I mean, but come you like on. how I that voice when we were dating. I was like, I want to have you, baby. baby. <laughs> I want to have you. Isn't it? That was sick. How'd that sound in there? That sounds great. Uh, this is great patch you got up on the piano, man. Hey, thanks, man. A little you know, wispiness me. behind it. <laughs> um, well, isn't there a, a David, a patented David Foster sound? There is actually. There is. It comes there. up on a lot of keyboards. Yeah, it's called it the Fozified or. Wow. Did you know that? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. What is it called? Well, some some of them, I think Yama calls it Fossified. And, what? And Roland calls it uh, the Foster. Or, no, that's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and that was very close yeah, to it. Yeah, very close. Don't you think? Yeah, very close. But not it. Not it. No. There was a time where I, I was going to be doing some recording and doing whatever, and David saved me a, ha- a half a million dollars. You probably doesn't even remember this. When I was going to buy oh, a Sinclair. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember that? Yes. I was going to buy an a- idiotic move because you were just, it was an idiotic move. Yeah. By but- the way, you've saved a lot of friends from buying idiotic, expensive pianos. Yeah. I remember it vividly. Um, Stevie Wonder had just had an album. It was entirely Sinclavier. Yeah, I mean, but it's so complicated, Robin. You're, you're, I mean, not that you couldn't figure it out, but why would you spend your life trying to figure out the Sinclavier? Well, I wasn't going to. I was going to have somebody else do it. But then that technology became free, basically free. Punch, punch a button. Within two years. Yeah, well, 10 years. Yeah. Rob, Uh, how is your life, how chaotic, when I think of your life, and I think of all the, you've done more successful series than anybody I, I know. know. I mean, I, I see you in a, a fireman's hat. I see you in a suit. <laughs> I see you in the Oval Office. I see you. Like, I know. So many. I'm just wondering, how truly chaotic is your life? Do you just love to work though, right? I mean. I I, I love to, work. yeah, I have a huge work ethic. Mm-hmm. And I But love- a lot of people do. I mean, but they don't do exactly everything that you do. True. But, but I have a lot of different curiosities. Like I love talking to people, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I do this. And I love bringing out a side of people that that maybe, you know, folks wouldn't have seen, but for the fact, I mean, how would you know about the Sinclavier story? Right. You know, um, and, and how would you know about, well, we have so many stories to get to. But when, but, but when you go to bed at night, are you, is your brain just so scrambled that you can't sleep? Or no, you- no, no, no. I, I sleep like, a baby. like an Olympian. Really? Oh, like, wow. oh yeah. If the, if it were if if it were an Olympic sport, I'd be Michael Phelps of sleeping. Wow. <laughs> I get a lot of sleep too. And when you wear, do you wear the ring? I do, I don't wear the ring. I don't either. I don't wear the ring. I do wear a sleep mask. I know you've got. I see mm-hmm. you have. But the, you also probably don't wear a ring because like, you know when you got a lot of sleep. Oh, I know. I'm the same. And he loves to wear the ring. I I want to know if I slept good. <laughs> no, but don't you just know? Wake me, hey, wake me up if I'm no. sleeping well. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. let, let me know if I'm. So in other words, you don't wake up exhausted. Mm-mm. No, you do. No, I do. You have the, it's in your genes to wake up tired. <laughs> I know. And He's, your daughters, by the way, say the same thing. They're like, we're always tired. We're just like my dad. <laughs> is, it, is it, but I listen, I I can feel grumpy and like, uh, I, yeah. do, I, I do sometimes do that, but I, I would recommend more work, more, more, more sleep. Yeah. Less work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, we have so much. Okay. So let me, another great Foz story. So you know that, I don't know if you know that David is, how do I put this? Not a huge fan. What do I not of, know about my husband? Of of three chord rock and roll. He just isn't. He may not admit it publicly. I know he's not. Right. Uh, oh, he's nodding. No, no, it's true. I, I'm it, not a big fan of it either. No, it's true. This is the, we're in Sirius XM, bro. There's classic rock right down the studio. <laughs> right. There's Yacht Rock. By the way, Yacht Rock. I'm assuming you've been on what's, Yacht Rock what's channel. What's Yacht Rock? Yacht Rock is my kind of music, the kind of music I made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I Love mean, your kind isn't of music. it? Oh, yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so I would always be talking about Bruce Springsteen or this, mm-hmm. that, and then David would just be like, no, oh, please. Um, <laughs> and when David did Tears Are Not Enough, mm-hmm. which is the- <laughs> I don't think I know that song. No, it's the Canadian anthem of the Canadian equivalent of We Are The World. Oh, oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Yes. Voices that can't- No, no, that was Voices. That was a different oh. thing. That was another one. David, <laughs> David's got, if it's a Canadian anthem of any type, yeah. David did it. But that one was really good. But I know the story you're going to tell, I think. Yeah. Um, and you have one of my favorites I just saw, by the way, at, at the Roxy, Neil Young. 
Famous, famous Canadian. And, I know who he is. Yeah, and and Neil David also has, as you know, perfect pitch. Yes. Well, he used to. Oh, really? <laughs> That's another story. Um, and t- t- tell him this: you have Neil in the vocal booth. Neil in the vocal booth, and the cameras are rolling. And you know, when you're doing a big hoopla like that, we oh, have I love Oscar, this story. Oscar Peterson there, and Joni Mitchell, and Anne Murray, and Brian Adams, and every Canadian star that ever was mm-hmm. at the time we had. And the cameras are rolling, and. So you forget that the camera's rolling. You just want to do a good You're job. You're just doing your job. Yeah. And I uh, was a hothead, you know, I was like, you know, a perfectionist. And Neil Young, I didn't know a lot about him, sadly. <laughs> I do now, but, and, but he was, he was just like singing so out of tune. I was like, Neil, uh, can we try one more? You got to like lift up on the pitch, but you're, you're a little flat, right? And the cameras are, and people are like, <gasps> don't say that. <laughs> it's Neil Young. He's royalty. And Neil goes, yeah, man, that's my sound. And so that was that. He sang out of tune. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that. That's my sound. That yeah, It is man, kind of amazing how people, it's just a thing. You, you would have, by the way, his band didn't come, know when to stop the song, start the, so they literally did not know. You probably respected it, right? No, I don't think, okay, I don't no? think he gave, I don't think he gave a shit about me then or now. Okay. That's probably true. Is he true. still yeah. alive? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. He just saw him. Just, oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, um. He's the Roxy. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, now, have you read Barbara's book yet? Barbara Streisand's you know, book. We looked at it yesterday in the bookshop. I should have bought we, it. We were just at Barnes and Noble yesterday. Um, we didn't, but you know what? You know what we did read is the Britney, the Britney. Spears. Is book. David in the Britney Spears? No, book? no, no. He, well, not. We didn't actually finish the last like. Few I, I chapters, wouldn't be in there. I don't. But know. But we loved it. We thought it was great. We thought it was great. No, but we have to read the Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. But you know, also David can just pick up the phone and call Barbara whenever he wants. Well, so there's, there's David. That. This leads, maybe I should get her to read to me. Do you know, <laughs> this leads me to, and I'll make it very, very quick. Did you read the book? Uh, not yet. And I'm gonna listen to Barbara. I, I've heard excerpts of Barbara reading it, and what's amazing is how she really Pointing takes yeah. her time. Her time. Oh boy. And the book <laughs> oh. is. Very long. 900 pages. <laughs> 900 pages? No. On it? Barbara. You pace it up a little bit. Yeah. But, you wow. know, that's her. You know, that, you, that you would expect that from her. So I... um Expect that for her to talk slowly? No, no, no. The, you oh. would expect that her book would be 900 pages. She's had a, a long stories, life yeah. and she's very detailed. And so it makes sense that she would go into detail with every story. You mm. know, that makes sense. Uh, this is going to be one of those um, interviews where it'd be like, yeah, David and Kat on, you made it all about you. Uh, and <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But we have, there are stories well, you know, part, you know that, Barbara. You're, that you're a part of, and I know Barbara. And one of them, when I do my one-man show, mm-hmm. I always end- Which the, I've seen and loved, by the it's way. It's fun, right? Yes. And you were loved so, it. You were so sweet to Loved come. it. Um, I end it always with this story, which I'm going to truncate. But basically, it's, you know, David and I have a, a, a gag that we do. Mm-hmm. Describe the gag we like to do. We like to do St. Elmo's Fire, oh, the oh, love yeah. theme. Doesn't he play it? Yeah, and and Rob can can mimic the love theme saxophone part perfectly down to the breathing, down to everything. It's perfect. and But it's not real. It's not real. Right. No, there's pe- a guy behind the curtains playing it. People yeah. really believe it's you. Oh, yeah. They, not well, only they really believe, people who should really know better believe yeah. it. So uh, I, the the one time I really remember, uh, I look out in, in this audience. <laughs> Michael, it, Michael, uh, from King World, Michael King's house. Michael King's house. tables outside. Outside, I remember. President Clinton. President Clinton. And I look out and I'm, my whole thing was, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to fake it. And then halfway through and kill, stop right? Playing, I'm going right. to stop playing and everybody will laugh. But I look out and I see President Clinton doing the Wayne's World, We're Not Worthy gesture no. to and me. And Barbara. Stop. 
and Barbara. And they were that into it. Oh, no, beyond. And I'm like, and then my actor's ego kicked in. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm fucking, I'm going to ride this horse all the way to the barn. And, and I come off the stage and, and Cheryl Lowe looks at me like, you, you, that <laughs> you is. You idiot. Yeah. And you could go to jail for this. So I'm super excited about it, but feeling really guilty at the same time. Oh, and Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is- Oh, li- no. Dude, Quincy Jones is, I- I'm telling you, within five, give me some of that scene almost fun. Oh, yeah. If Quincy was, was- Play this while I tell the story. It's great. And Quincy Jones is standing right in front of the bell of the sax. There's no air coming out of it. Right. None. There's no and nothing coming out. And Quincy you. Jones is yelling. I never forget. He was yelling, "Blow, Rob, blow!" <laughs> <laughs> and blow, Rob, blow, Rob, blow. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this is a really great story. <laughs> Go, Rob. Oh, it's too high now. <laughs> it's too high. Well, that's the key. I, I know. <laughs> That's too high. I could have done the first part. Blow, Rob, blow. <laughs> blow, Rob. Blow, Rob, blow, blow. <laughs> um, and, and so I feel guilty. And I'm thinking, fuck it. What, what am I going to do? It's over now. I can't ever redo. And then I get a letter from President Clinton. No, stop it. Yes. I, have a, I get a letter from President Clinton saying, I had no idea you were such a good saxophone player. <laughs> right. As a saxophone player myself. Yes. And he says, and, and please, I want to invite you to the White House. And I wanted to do, do a concert. I want to do a duet with you. <laughs> This is, he's, I have an invitation to come to the White House to do a duet. I don't really play. President Clinton thinks I do. Now what? Now what do you I do? call David. I go, David, I think we have do you remember a problem. The, do you, you remember the call? Yeah, of course. Houston, we have a problem. I go, Houston, we have a problem. I, Bill Clinton thinks I'm a real saxophone player and wants me to come to the White House. And David goes, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I just solved it. I told Barbara it was all a joke. And now I'm like, and then he said, <laughs> so Barbara then calls the president Right. And says so it's a joke. So when people say to me, when did you know you finally made it? I said, when I entered a shame spiral involving <laughs> shame. the president of the United States, Barbara Streisand and David Foster. Oh That's when I knew I made it. That's a great story. Blow, Rob, blow, blow. Looking for a sparkling clean bathroom without so much hassle? Wet and forget. Weekly Shower Cleaner is here to revolutionize your cleaning future. Just spray today, rinse tomorrow, and voila! Enjoy a sparkling clean shower and tub without any scrubbing. It's the secret to a hassle-free clean bathroom that many are discovering. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner has proven its effectiveness on shower glass, fixtures, tiles, and more, ensuring everything shines with minimal effort. This product has gained a loyal following thanks to its once-a-week application that makes it a standout in the cleaning aisle. Join the ranks of satisfied users who enjoy more me time and less clean time with Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner, available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. It's the perfect choice for anyone wanting to simplify their cleaning routine. Don't miss out on a chance to transform your bathroom cleaning with just one application a week. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and join the thousands who've already made the switch to Effortless Clean. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your pup. 
They deserve to be spoiled every month. At Bark, we send your dog a whole collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, we give your dog exactly what they want. And for a limited time, we will double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash Rob. BarkBox is so convenient and delivers straight to your door and more importantly, right to your dog. I can't wait to try out BarkBox. My dogs need their toys, particularly the chewable toys. Sign up now at BarkBox.com slash Rob for an exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's get back to petting our dogs. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream, extraordinary dairy. Why don't you tell everybody about the time you talked me into flying up on your private plane to Canada? Well, you had a private plane early. <laughs> no, I chartered. We chartered it. I was a joke. He's I still trying, trying to get that plane. He Aren't is we still, all? I know. I know. I know. No one's tried to get that plane harder than Foss. No, nope. nobody. I know. It's true. It's true. Literally, this guy. It's the, it's all this about obsession. It's all. About what did I just say to you this morning about private plane? So I'm taking a private plane back to Chicago oh my gosh, tomorrow. He's, so, he's taking a private plane because I. It was part of the situation the to get me yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Do, yeah. yeah. And I, so I said to her, "Well, you tell her what I said. tell Rob what I said." Well. I said no. I think you were talking about the the money, the million dollars a a, a month. Tax, no, no, right? no. I was oh. talking about just the actual ride. I said, "What about? Oh, how right, about right. if I fly commercially tomorrow to Chicago yeah. and I'll bank that trip so that you and I can use it?" And for I somewhere said, else. "No." Yeah. I said, "No, babe. You cannot. You you need to take this by yourself." I said, "I will be fine, no matter like what." Good you, wife. He's earned the right. Yeah, Good you wife. need to take that private flight. Well, I unfortunately, I unfortunately did the early version of this and. Oh, you mean the, well, it was a Lear 25. Lear 25. We're flying. Uh, They don't fly anymore, the Lear 25. Well, Well, they they barely flew that time. I just want to say to the audience that maybe don't know this about David. David not only like loves, he loves the luxury of private aviation as everyone does, but it's beyond that. David is obsessed with airplanes. So he knows everything. He's a pilot. He's a pilot. Yeah, Yeah, was a pilot and knows how the mechanics work and knows like he'll, he'll say, what player do you want? And I said, I don't know. And then I'll. Tell him like, oh, the windows are, he'll know what plane it is. So I just want yeah. that to be a disclaimer that it's not that you're <clears throat> obsessed with no. like, the luxury of it. Yes, but also. I think you flew with me once in my twin prop job. No, I maybe. did. Is that the one you yeah. crashed? No, it was a different one. Okay. But um, <laughs> anyway, we took story. this Learjet. So when I started my foundation, um, I wanted to start off with a bang. So I called all my famous friends. This is like 1985? Yeah. Mm. Wayne Gretzky. I was one. Wayne. Amazing. I know. So depressing. I know. I can't wait till she turns 40. It's going to happen in three months. I can't You're going to come to the wait. party, Rob? Yeah, okay. hell yeah. Can't wait. Uh, my wife's in her 40s. Finally, I can say that. Yes. Uh, anyway, Rob Lowe, Alan Thicke, Wayne Gretzky, and me, the four of us, and a Learjet. Mm-hmm. Like the height, the seen, height of the, the Brat Pack. I've Sam actually seen the picture of Edmund, you all. It's, yeah. and it's cute. It's great. Photo. And it's it's all of us photo. in our yeah. sweats. Gretzky yeah. from the, the height of the Edmonton oh. Oilers. Alan Thicke killing it on the TV show. Y'all look show. really yeah. hot. Yeah. Gonna, not going to lie. Um... We get in this Learjet. We're landing in Victoria, and I'm up front on my knees where I always am, just watching because I love it. Wayne Gretzky hates to fly; he's so nervous, and but he's drinking a lot on the plane right? just to get over the nerves. I look at the pilot. He throws the gear down, 
and no green lights come on. Mm. And all of a sudden they start scrambling. And I was like, I started, even me. I With was all like, your, your friends. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. First of all, I'm never going to get mentioned in this crash. Because, right. <laughs> you know, it's going to be. Well, we, we had a whole discussion about it. Yeah. We, we decided, everybody started drinking really, really heavily. And the discussion became what, when, if and when the plane goes down, how will it be described in the press? <laughs> and we finally decided, and there's a lot of argument of who would be first billed. Uh-huh. And we finally decided that if- it I think came, it's Gretzky. Well, it's no, 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 no. We, well, we didn't- Canada. We didn't really know where we, I remember it being a different place in the flight. You're, my, you're probably right. Okay. But I, my thing was, if it comes down in Canada, it's Gretzky. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it comes down in the United States, it's, it's me. Yeah. And Alan Thicke said, in either place, I will be and others. <laughs> exactly, me Alan too. Alan said that? Yes. Yeah, me too. Which made me, I mean, we've been through it, bro. Yeah. Anyway, the gear didn't come down, but then they recycled it. They gained altitude and recycled the gear and it did come down. But that was a bit, you know, I mean, you could survive a gearless landing, but it's not easy. Yeah. We had a scary flight once. Well, you weren't that scared. Remember the gear would was locked and wouldn't come up? Wouldn't come up, yeah. And then we were with um, Lionel. Lionel Richie. Yeah. And his yeah. girlfriend, yeah. Can Just because just I want to hear it, David, can I? Can you give me a little Boz Skaggs love look at you done for me? Just for a second. Yeah. Just because I love that it, song. Only so if my much. wife will sing it. I don't. Do I know it? I'll, I'll pass it to you. Okay. Do I know it? Well, I know this part. Is it a song? <laughs> Is it a song? No, I mean, it's like, it's not just instrumental. No. no. I don't think I know this song. Love, oh. Look what you've done to, to me. Love. Well, listen to you. <laughs> look what you've, you've done, done to me. Never thought I'd love fall in love so easily. Oh, love. No, I got it. I got it now. You wouldn't like me, would you? <laughs> Leaving me to feel this way. Yeah. Oh, no. So I do know that song. I, I like that song That's a lot. A, you don't do that one very much. No, I never do it. Oh, fuzz. I don't know. You got to add that to your... Th- Let's talk about cat. No. Yes. We got to put... There's not that much to talk about. No, there is. I want to know because I'm a huge Christmas, huge Christmas person. Okay, you're like me. Love it. It's like they say, I saw that meme on social. It's like, there's a new study that shows people who celebrate Christmas earlier are happier, happier people. That's me. One thing is I, I do not believe in doing any of it until Thanksgiving though. Yeah, I was sort of raised that way too, but because we have a Christmas album out called Christmas Songs. Buy um, it. But um, you Buy can it. stream it now. <clears throat> then that, like it just sort of forces me. And also we have a two and a half year old now. So Aww. he's like everything. As soon as the Halloween thing was over, he sees Christmas stuff and he's like, sees Christmas stuff. And he says, oh, he gets all excited. So what it, I'm in the spirit already. What are the, um, what's what songs did you do on this version? Well, la- so last Mostly, year- you know, I, I proved to myself that people only want to hear the classics. No, well, they don't want new songs. By the way, can I tell you something? This is the, I'm yeah. very opinionated on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. I don't want to hear, even, I don't even want to hear rocking around the Christmas tree. No. Right. I don't want any of it. You I don't want to hear, hear Bing I don't want to hear Frank Chrissy Hind singing Christmas songs <laughs> or, or any, I don't want to hear Mar- yeah. Mariah Carey sing that, excuse me, fucking song. I don't. It's too much, right? It's You've too much. It I want like, the, and then this is going to sound, I want to hear like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Well, that's yeah. funny you say that because we actually have a song. Basically last year, we thought we would just, you know, we should put out like a song for the holiday season. And then it turned into six songs and then um, Concord Records 
put out the six songs. Loma Vista. Loma Vista Records. Um, and then they decided to complete the full, so it's like a completed album. So we did seven more songs this year. And we did do um, Amazing Grace, which is not oh, really- With the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. With the Mormon oh. Tabernacle, which is, it's on this- Was that sick? How was that recording? It was so beautiful. Sick. Was this beyond belief? Beyond, beyond, beyond. And I've worked with them before with Stevie Wonder and with Josh Groban and with Bocelli. It's always a complete religious they are experience. So it has to be, right? It's organized. Phenomenal. And just, yeah, it was, it was really, really lovely. So we put that song on the- album Christmas songs, even though it's not like a holiday song per se. Um, Ave Maria's on it? Nope. No. Why did I feel like, did you do that? He did that that with Celine. Oh, that was Celine. And Bocelli. And Bocelli. And Bouvet. I think Celine's is my favorite. I hate songs that were like, they go, let's see here. Oh, give me some of this. Let's see. Hang all the stockings around the tree. Boo. It's going to be Christmas for you and me. Vomit. I mean, vomit. vomit. Yeah, I know. That, that, like, I hate those songs. Boo, vomit. Nobody yeah. wants to hear a new Christmas song. No. But- now, now, you, you know that the, the, where people get all, like, I like I love, um uh, oh, God, I mean, uh, oh, oh, Night Divine. Is that the one? Oh, Holy, oh, Holy Night. Night. Holy Night. Oof. <laughs> That's my favorite. Celine yeah, it killed is it. my other favorite yeah. one, which we didn't do, but. No, we didn't. We no. didn't do that, but Celine's version is. Yeah. And actually, uh, Mariah's version is really White Christmas great too. Ca- is is modernish, but I I oh, and um, Silver Bells. I know that those aren't traditional. Yeah, but I'm a it, big Silver Bells. Okay. Is Silver Bells not traditional? That. No, I feel like Silver Bells is traditional. It's just not overdone. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat. It's a little high. No, it's Silver Bells. Yeah, Silver Bells. Yes. Silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Ringling, then you go ringling. Yes. Hear them ring. Dave sang. Oh. Soon it will be Christmas day. You like how I just snapped at you? City sidewalks, busy sidewalks. Less bouncy, David, less bouncy. Less bouncy. I don't know the words. I produce myself. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I work alone. I, I work alone. Uh, I work alone. I love that. That made me, I, it was so fun to <laughs> give David direction. I wanted you to chime in. I wanted people to hear your singing voice. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not on mic anyway. Silver, so Silver Bells is great. Um, so I love it. I can't, I, I'm, I'm getting it yeah. immediately. Do you guys- You know, go- do, you, do you remember the Ray Kniff singers, Foz? Ray Conniff. Conniff, that guy? Ray Conniff. Well, they Ray were Conniff. great. Yeah. They were great. Ray, you're really corny, aren't you? Yes. You can't but, be too corny at Christmas. No, you can't. That's the thing. You, Here's what you don't want to be at Christmas. Cool. Bah humbug like right. this guy That's right here. the fucking problem yeah. with all these modern day, they're yeah. cool. I yeah. don't want cool. I Let want me, corny. Do you actually like Christmas? I like Christmas. I love to decorate like, you, you, but even when I go crazy and decorate, you kind of are like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. You don't get that I like excited. It. I like it. You don't actually get like super excited about anything. No. He doesn't, right? I mean, you've known him a long time. Trying to think. Airplanes. Airplanes. Yeah, airplanes. He gets super excited about, and, and he does get super excited about finding somebody, some new, new talent. talent he loves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean. You do. Yeah, the day I stumbled upon Celine, and, and again, preface, she was already famous in Quebec, so it's not like I discovered her. You were excited but, about me for a long time. Oh, I still am. But <laughs> to hear, I mean, a great voice is exciting to me. Yeah. What was the, give me the Celine, um, where, where, I, I have this vision like, she was like at a state fair. Yeah, she was. Was she? Okay, well, it so was I was a right. Sunday afternoon picnic in the rain. Uh, families running, kids running all over the place. She was up there singing 
uh, I will survive. And she couldn't speak any English, so it was just all phonetic. But she was like killing that. I was just like- Unreal. I was just staring at the stage and I was like looking around. I was going, do you people that are all talking at your picnic tables, do you know what you're seeing here? This was in Quebec. Right. And I talked to her afterwards. But it was all her family. They've heard her a million times, right? So they were just- Well, no, it was open to the public. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we, we, you know, I helped bring her down to LA and did her first record. What what about- Michael Bublé. It was just the it was just the the, the music. I mean, the, oh, it was just the voice, the tone, the voice, and the, the range, the voice. But the yeah. way I mean, like nobody has her. She can do Celine. Watch this. No, no, I can't. Yes, she can. can. I Watch can't. This. Yes, can. I, I do like a very like cartoon version of. Come on, it takes now. me a second to get into yeah, it. it. I know. For for all the for all those times she stood for me. For all their truth that you made me see For all their joy you brought to my life For all the wrongs that you made right For every dream you made come true For all the love I found in you Even with that last bit No You didn't do like, you gotta do it three times For all the love I found in you No Yeah Um, Amazing Uh, it's so good. Well, Is that mean, good? It's okay. It's, re- it's so good. It's really and good. she doesn't actually do anybody May, else. I love when she goes, maybe I don't know that. You know, she does that. Oh, it's so good. So yeah. fucking, so, I yeah. could do this all night. Um, <laughs> And when, uh, and the other thing we have to talk about is, uh, is your production on, on Whitney's, on mm. I Always Love You. That whole yeah. album is so good. Yeah. But you're, you're, uh, among your contributions is the famous break at the yeah. beginning, right? We call Boom and I. Boom and I. Tell me about this. Because it's boom. And I. A boom and I. <laughs> boom and I. <laughs> boom and I. Boom and I. Anita Whitaker came up with that for me. She said, that, that boom and I moment. That's boom the great, and I. The boom and I and moment. I, yeah, exactly. Well, it was a simple little country song. And, and I've always tried in my record making to create those moments where I would imagine the audience would jump up in their feet in the middle of the song. And I didn't figure that I mean didn't happen very often but when it did like in that or all by myself with Celine where she hits the high note um and Boom and I was probably the greatest example of that <laughs> I never heard that actually no Boom and I yeah well there's our title for this episode Boom and I yeah. Boom and I oh, fuck yeah man so sick um all by myself is the is who said uh, Celine well it was originally uh, Eric Carmen oh great song yeah and then Eric I took it and reimagined it Never needed anyone. anyone. And making love was just for fun. Those days, <laughs> those days. But it's got an extremely high note in it. So crazy, like it's so high. I'm still but, working on that high note. Yeah, but it's, it's so powerful. What's, it's so effective. What's the highest note you've ever heard a human being sing? It's got to be Mariah Carey. Probably right? Mariah, or no, well, Minnie Ripperton. Probably. Oh, Minnie Ripperton. Yeah, Minnie Ripperton. But you know, it's, but not in like a belt. But once you get up there, it's it sounds just just a squeak. It's not it a, sounds yeah. weird. It's not a talent. It sounds weird, it, right? Can you can you sing up there, baby? No. I used to be able to do whistle tones before do I had it. no, I Try can't. It. You can't do it at all? No, my voice is too healthy now. Oh. <laughs> my voice was unhealthy for a long time and I was able to do like the sort of mm. airy whistle tones. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Um, mm. I saw Kenny Loggins yesterday. Oh. Um, love him. We did a, th- a thing for Santa Barbara Charities and and uh I told him I was gonna be seeing you. He loves you. You got a uh, great Kenny Loggins story. I do. Well, isn't that the Story about how he said she's boy. gonna get Kenny's mixed up. Oh, it's Kenny Rogers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she's, I like that she's gonna get Kenny's. 
She's going to get the candy. All the Kennys. Kenny G, Kenny Rogers, Kenny Loggins. Worked for them and, all. And you I work know for them Kenny all. G is. Yeah. Kenny G's your friend. Kenny G's my buddy. Yeah. Love He's Kenny. He's great. Speaking I mean, of a guy who loves airplanes. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Tell me the Kenny Rogers story. I'm down for Kenny Rogers. Well, it just goes back to, um, we do this in our show. <laughs> we have a we have great banter in our show yeah. together because we, we believe it or not, have Can't great Can't you chemistry. tell? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so... I was producing Kenny Rogers and Chicago at the same time. And this song was number one right now that Peter and I wrote. But it needs a little time away. I heard her say from each other. So that song was number one. And I was producing Kenny at the time. I was doing this song with Kenny. Um, We've got tonight. Oh, oh good one. We've got tomorrow. Who needs yeah. tomorrow? Anyway, and so that was a big that was a big hit. So Bob me and Kenny and were. But wait, isn't that Bob Seger? Yes, Bob but we covered it as a duet with Sheena Easton and got Kenny it. Rogers, and it was a big hit. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, so he says, oh, "Why don't you, why don't you boys write me one of those, uh, one of those Chicago songs, man? I'd love to have one of those. They're great." And Kenny was a wonderful guy. Did you know him at all? No. He was an amazing uh, character. You know, we'd go to McDonald's on breaks. He'd drive his little Ford Geo or Chevy Geo or whatever. He'd just pull up. I said, Kenny, aren't you worried you're going to get mobbed? He says, I don't care. I love people. You know, and he would just go, no security. And, you know, he was massively huge. Yeah, yes. Arena tours all over the oh, world. Kenny Rogers, yeah. In the 70s and 80s, you kidding yeah. me? Anyway, so <clears throat> Peter Satir and I got excited. We said, yeah, we'll write you a song. So we wrote him a song and we played it for him. And you, did you like, you're like, this is a hit. Yeah, oh yeah. Hello. Yep. You're the meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. So that's the song we wrote for Kenny Rogers. And we played it for Kenny. He said, boys, I appreciate it, but I don't think that's a hit. <sighs> so we did it with Chicago instead. But you know what? He, you can't be right all the time. You can't just, be right all. It wasn't I, right for him. I wonder what it was. It mm. wasn't right for him. And probably wasn't. Maybe it was, you know, and it might not have been a but hit with him. But it's funny, him. though, that he said, right. I want a Chicago hit. Yeah. Like, a Chicago-esque well, song. And and to that point. And I, then you over just gave the, it to Chicago. Over the years, I've had so many people, you know, back in the day that call me to produce them. And they'd say, yeah, we really want you to produce uh, uh, my artist. But we don't really want that David Foster sound. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what? That's all I know. That's such <laughs> a weird Strange thing, thing to, say. to say, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That is very odd. Yeah. I'm trying to, is there anything else we need to cover? Well, I'd like to, you know what I'd like to talk about a little bit? Yes. No, you don't need to. No, no. I just want to talk about your series Smash on NBC. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you do because we've talked about it before. It's like a hundred years ago. Well, do you think these songs were uh, 300 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) If that's a hundred years ago, the songs were... Yeah, three hundred years. Three hundred. You're right. Exactly. I know uh, he's just being sweet. He's like, no, I'm oh, not. We're talking too much about me. I don't. No, care. I'm not because I I we think that you. I, I was such a fan of that show, as you know. No lie, we weren't dating then. You were it's married. True. You texted me, and and I was like, time. God, I'm, this show is amazing. And the fact you were that it, proud of me. Yeah, I was, and the fact that it only got two seasons was so crazy. Spielberg produced. But it. I will say this about Smash because I was on that network at the same time. Oh, that's right. Never in the history of the entertainment business. Has a network I know. tried harder? I know. Than on that show, really? Oh my, dude! They you made the every they made every other show. Yeah. Stop shooting, and do a musical. 
Yeah. Wow. To promote the well, show. It's it was, famous. It's on YouTube right now. It was now. Bob Greenblatt's first year yes. with NBC. And he was like, this is going to be my baby. What was the so song he, that we did that we all had to, the Parks and Rec cast oh, were singing and dancing. The 30 Rock cast was singing. Me, the Office. And, Let me be your star. And, no, and, and it was so. all for, uh, it was all for That is that really show. wild. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. No, they, you had the full power yeah, they, of every. They you, blew it up. I remember the Super Bowl that year. It was like every other commercial was for Smash. But sometimes mm-hmm. even when you throw the, yeah, the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink at it. It just doesn't. I mean, it it did well for the first. It must year, have been but. too niche, I guess. Too niche, you know that yeah. not enough people care about Broadway. I don't know. I don't know. She was. You were great in it. Oh, yeah, thanks. they both were. Her and Megan, Angelica Houston. Yeah, they were Yeah, it was a really it was good a great cast. cast. It was. It was. Uh, it, it was. It was awesome. I. I love. I mean, TV musicals are sick. I. I. I love musicals. Period. They, they don't work though on TV. I wonder why. Oh, I know. I. I don't know. I. Have you have done one of the live ones? I feel like one of the NBC. I How no. have you not done that? Because that, because the, the only good one that I maybe saw I just, was Sound of, Sound of Music. I just was don't great. have a very good agent. I'll bet. Maybe I'll Sound bet. of Music was one of the first. I can ones name I did five like. I saw that I didn't like. You mean that one? That one was with Carrie Underwood. She what, played. Was it? I know. Yeah. And she got. I. I thought. Yeah, I know. I thought it was good. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, listen. I just for me, no one is better than Julie Andrews. So well. I mean, that goes yeah. without saying. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that was great. Uh, what else? Okay. No, I think that it's nice they do those shows because it's just like, it just keeps that that genre and that world alive. So yeah. I appreciate that they do them. And families love it. It's like great family watching. It's a good segue to just say that I'm in Chicago right now with my musical Betty Boop. Yes. And we open Sunday night, this Sunday night in Chicago. No, wait, really? Yes. yes. No, no this way. Has, this has nothing to do with me, but yeah, David's yeah. show is opening and- um, I'm going to go see it on, well, it's, it's opening for previews. On the 19th, it opens really on December, December 6th. December 6th, so I will be there December In 6th. In Chicago. So you Boop. did the, you did, you did the score. Yeah. It's Who did the book? So beautiful. Uh, a guy named Bob Martin, who's a wonderful writer. Uh, his last conquest was a, a show called The Prom, which did very well. Yeah. And Jerry Mitchell's directing is amazing. Uh, and Susan Birkenhead did the lyrics and wow. she's a r- real great lyricist. So it's a great team. We have David Rockwell doing the sets. We have uh, Tony Winters doing it. It's, it's, a, it's a great crew. It's a cast and crew of 100 people there right now in Chicago. I came here just for this weekend. Amazing. And I'll be going back. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad that you did. This was so, uh, so much fun. It we, was. We could, we could go. I mean, we got to go again. I mean, my favorite thing is the picture of you and I drinking drinking kamikazes out of the Stanley Cup. I have that photo. Oh, yeah. oh I miss those good days. Well, you know, you, he, he doesn't you, drink. You don't he miss them. Me neither. But how about how about what that it's a kamikaze? Do they even make that drink I anymore? I've never even heard of that it's drink. So, I don't know. It's so nineteen. How long have you not drank for? Thirty. Oh wow! Well, you both don't drink. Thirty-one years. Well, I never drank. Nineteen ninety. Well, you yeah. clearly did drink if you were drinking. Well, I mean, yeah, I drank a little bit, but no. not like wasted on the lawn of the. Parliament were, buildings were in Victoria. His, were you at his bachelor party before he got married to Linda? I was not. Oh, because I heard that one was a wild time. Ed uh, Snyder uh, saved me. Oh, God. Ed. Let's not talk about so it. Many, so many friends. Yeah, me passed out on the lawn of- Oh, my God. Parliament, of, the, of the Parliament buildings of Victoria the night after our event. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a career highlight. You guys It was crazy. in the paper. They took a picture of him in the paper. Stop it. Yeah. 6 a.m. sleeping on You're the lawn. You're kidding me. Is this it, real? That may or may not be true. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> it's real. That's amazing. I mean, it's not amazing. But your wife knows about it. I'm not telling no, no, anything out of school, know, right? Please. It was in the paper, for God's sakes. Like, young, Google you know, me. Young, wild, and free. Yeah? Well, I mean, look, they, Rob Lowe and, and his contemporaries then- I did a lot of they, stupid stuff, too. They, yeah, but they, they owned the world. They owned it. They were like the Rat Pack. They were the Sinatra and the Mar- Dean Martin. It was they owned it. 
Wow. They could, like, they were riding as high as you could hide, and, and then you continued. And David wrote the theme. <laughs> higher and higher. Boom and I. I am feeling the Christmas spirit based on that. Uh, so I hope you check out David and Catherine's Christmas songs uh, for the holidays. It's out right now. Amazing music. Um, and I like it's traditional. We, you know, we're not doing rock around the clock, rock around the Christmas tree. We're not doing that thing. Not here. Not David. Not Catherine. Not me. It's not happening. Ring, ring. What's that? Ooh, it's the lowdown line. Hello, you've reached literally in our lowdown line, where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe. Three two three five seven zero. Four five five one. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hi, Rob Lowe. My name is Michelle, and I live in Seattle. And I really love your podcast. I just listened to the episode with your son, John Owen. My son is named Oscar, and I've noticed a lot of people have pets with the same name. Why do you think it's such a popular name for pets? And how did you name your dog Oscar? Thanks. Well, first of all, it's a way better name for a person. And I love that you've named your son Oscar because it's such a, it's an iconic name. Let's face it. It just is. There's, of course, the Oscar. I want to thank my team and I want to thank my mother and my director. Ah, I mean, it's the Oscar. Come on. Right? How great is that? And it's your way of having an Oscar. And then, of course, there's, you know, Oscar of the Odd Couple. I don't know if you're aware of that, that character. Very famous. Um, it's just a good name, man. It's a good, it, it has zhuzh. It has character. Has, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Has personality. It's a, it's a solid name with personality. Um, and that's, that's what we want from our, our pets and our people. So um, give your Oscar a big hug and I will give my Oscar a big hug from you. Um, all right, guys and gals, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao, with help from associate producer Sarah Bagar. Research by Alyssa Grawl, editing by Jerron Ferguson. Engineering and mixing by Rich Garcia. Our executive producers are Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and myself for Team Coco, and Colin Anderson for Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Special thanks to Hidden City Studios. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.